Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak, talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have a new guest in front of our mic, let her introduce herself. Hi, greetings, my name is Pink Oculus from Amsterdam. Now, of course, uh, for all listeners, uh, to start uh, Pink Oculus, we can situate in what genre of music? Good music. <laughs> That's the only correct answer, of course. <laughs> mm, I guess, I guess I, I would have to call. Well, I'm a, an MC. I sing and I rap. Mm -hmm. um, and the music I'm, I most, I find myself making the most is uh, hip hop, soul. Um, you know, it's an eclectic mix, eclectic mix of um, you know hip hop, drums, and um, soul influences, jazz, um, some alternative uh, type vibes can be found in there as well. It's a little bit of everything. So it's a, a wide variety for you. So you have different things to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I love music. I love all different types of good music, you know, so I like to um, incorporate everything that I like into what I make. I kind of, I make the music that I want to listen to. Now, of course, uh, I, I don't think I'm the only one asking, but where did the name Pink Oculus come from? Pink Oculus um, literally, literally means pink, of course, the color pink, and then Oculus for eye. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and it came from an experience I had, um, a, a complete Zen moment where I was in, where I felt this pure love of, of that is always present around us, but we're not always tuned into it, you know. And I, um, at this this day that this happened to me, I was meditating for um, somewhat something that's around 20 hours. And um, after I after I was done, well, actually I wasn't done. Just around the twentieth hour, I um, experienced this calm over me, and um, everything around me kind of became pink. Like literally, everything was pink. <laughs> like I was wearing pink glasses, eyeglasses, and um, uh, I felt this warmth, this love, unconditional love for everything around me, including myself. And um, usually people don't always feel that. We always have some type of doubt or, or pain or worry about something. And at this, that moment, I didn't have any of that. All I felt was love. And I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful moment that I've been trying to get back to ever since. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I decided to call myself after that experience because I wanted to remind myself that that's how I want to feel. That's a really nice, uh, a really nice moment, really nice explanation, of course, for the name. Um, and do you, do you get that that emotion, that feeling with your music? Is is that the 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 ultimate goal, let's say, or the ultimate goal is to just be that all the time. And it's it's not it's not um, very easy because you have all different types of emotions that you feel throughout the day and all different types of things that you go through. So it's not easy to stay balanced like that but i would love to i would love for that to be reality for me 
for everybody, actually. I, I mean, I would wish for everyone to feel that because it was amazing. Um, but the ultimate goal for me is to, to just be love <laughs> without sounding all Zen and like I'm some type of monk. I, I just uh, enjoy feeling a certain way, like we all do. <laughs> now, for you personally, where did it all start, the music? Did it start at a young age or did you came up with it at a later age? or? Um. Well, there was always music around the house. You know, my mother would always play music. Um, Dinah Washington and Sam Cooke and um, Brooke Benton, you know, those types of names would always be playing somewhere. So I w I, I've always listened to music. I didn't always make music. I think the first time that I um, wrote lyrics, I was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I, I wrote stories before that in... Um, when I was 12, like around that age, but I, the first time I wrote a music, a, a lyric or a poem, I was 14. And um, <clears throat> I think the first time I recorded myself or I was recorded in a professional studio, I, I think I was around 18. Okay. Um, so I, I started kind of late um, discovering that I could sing or that I could do this music thing. And so it has always been for you like uh, a dream to do it full time, uh, your ambition, your goal or? Yeah, absolutely. It's always been um, something that made me feel free, you know, to, to be not to just not just um, the making of the music, which I don't always enjoy. <laughs> but <laughs> sometimes I, you know, I, I'll make a song and I, I, I can't seem to finish it or. Or I'll have a song that I uh, need to finish, and I'm I'm just not in that that emotion anymore. I'm just not in the same mood, so it'll be hard for me. Mm -hmm. So for you, the, the music is really like, let's say, uh, a, a time-based moment, a time-based feeling that you describe with your lyrics. And once out of that feeling, it's it becomes more difficult, of course, to to get. Uh, let's say, to the same uh, situation you were when you started out writing it? or Yeah, it's not always easy because um, for me, writing is really a therapeutic type thing. I, when I write something down, it's usually something that I am dealing with. Or, um, well, not always. Sometimes I'll, I'll listen to a friend of mine, I'll, I'll have conversations and I'll write about that or I'll, or I'll be inspired by something I see. Everything is inspiring to write about, um, really. But most of the time when I write a lyric, it's 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 autobiographical. And um, once it's written down and once it's out of my system, you know, it, it doesn't feel the same because you've dealt with it. Okay, you know so I mean? that yeah, I, I can completely understand what you're <laughs> uh, what you're saying. So it, for you, it's it's really in the in the literal way uh, a therapeutic uh, effect. Just mm -hmm. Write things off of you, so they're yes. they're now on paper. They they've left, let's say, like like that, or yeah, something like that. They're <laughs> they're no they're no longer bothering me. Yeah, <laughs> let's say let's call they're, it. That. They're just bothering uh, the paper and the, the recordings afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> blessing, they're blessing us all. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you still remember the very first record or or tape or LP you ever bought? Hmm. I think the very first record I ever bought with my own money, I think. Hmm. I don't remember. I do remember the first first CD I bought that I 
really, really wanted. That was um, hardcore from, from Little Kim. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just really I thought she was so cool. So I really I wanted to um, own her record, and then I heard, and then I was you know a little shocked, a little because oh, I was young, so. Yeah, her lyrics are quite shocking. <laughs> yeah, well, they are. If you're not, if you're not from the same neighborhood or not from the same type of environment that she's from, I was, I was raised in Amsterdam, you know, a, a very protective, protected household, and I, I, I always had everything that I needed. So it was very different, different for me to hear Little Kim talk about her life. But I still was very impressed with, you know, she was very powerful, and I really liked her. So. So she was for you uh, like an idol growing up, or? Well, I wouldn't say an idol. <laughs> That's a little much. But I I liked her. But um, there's a lot of different um records that I had that I bought, not that I got actually. My mother bought it for me, not just <laughs> Little Kim, but also um Most Deaf, Black on Both Sides. It was one of the first records that I just played from start to finish, just on repeat all the time. The same with um. Like Water for Chocolate, Commons, also an album that I just couldn't stop listening to. Mm-hmm. And and is there any let's yeah we don't have to say idol of course but someone you looked up to someone you admired him for his music or or her music someone you like I want to be that person or, or follow that person's footstep when I grow up or. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think I'd say that I want to follow in anyone's footsteps or I want to be like someone. I think it's very um, important that I kind of validate myself and that I decide um, that I decide what I want to do. You know, I really like the idea of being a pioneer or be or doing something that hasn't been done before. So mm-hmm. I don't think I would say that I want to follow in someone's footsteps, but. I do admire a lot of musicians and a lot of people. I mean, I admire my mother. You know, she's, and I don't think I know anyone like her. She's very, a very strong woman. And, um, I think the first musician that I really, really, like almost idolized was Georgia Ann Muldrow. Um, I don't know if you know her. Probably you do. Um, not, not immediately, no. Well, she's worth Googling. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, do that. Um, well, she's um, she's a I I, I think you, you could call her a jazz singer, but she also raps and then she makes her own beats and she plays the piano and she does all these things and she was one of the first women that I heard of that did that, so I was very impressed by her. Um, but to answer your question, I would have to say that I try to be my own idol. So you want to be just uh, unique? Yes. So it's it's like uh, Barry White once said, "Just the way you are." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever ever been in a situation where someone quoted Barry White. But um, the first I, I'm, a, I'm a, a complete fan of Barry White. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> my my first record was actually Barry White, and it was an LP. So. Uh <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm a complete very white fan. So uh, yeah, he's amazing. He was amazing. He was amazing. Yeah, if it, if I would have the, had the, the opportunity to interview him, um, it would be my my top one on my bucket list. But uh, yeah, too bad uh, life decided to to take it in another direction. So mm-hmm. okay. Now, of course, um, when, when you're because you, you said yourself, you're also an MC and uh, a vocalist, a singer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
MC, of course, is, is, I think it's, I, I have that uh, feeling that uh, being an MC is, it's quite more difficult than, than being a singer. Um, I don't know. You know, I think you, MC, it's, is it something you can learn or? I don't know. Like, of course, I learned a lot by just listening to other musicians when I was growing up. But I don't know if you can teach someone how to be an artist. I don't know if that's something that you would even want to do. Like, you you just need you just need to do what comes naturally to you. But I don't know if MCing is harder to me than singing. I actually had more more difficulty um, uh, controlling my voice singing than I did rapping. Rapping came more naturally to me than singing, actually. Okay, so um, you, for example, you can can. Um just do like street battles uh rapping around or <laughs> no i no that's not really how i started i just started in my room writing so it's a very different environment um from battling people on the street corner it's also a, a very different culture here in holland we don't really have that well not not to my knowledge anyway yeah of course uh in in holland um i, I think there's a uh... Yeah, a, a lot of different uh, genres of music uh, that originate from Holland. Uh, a lot of different, uh, let's say, types of, of uh, music you can find in Holland. Uh, Belgium is a bit more res- restrict. I, I think um, we, we have like five major genres uh, coming out internationally. And for the rest, it's all <laughs> underground. So I don't know how it is in, in Amsterdam. Well... Um, the most popular music is pop, really, <laughs> pop music, um, hip hop. Mm-hmm. Mm. We have a a little bit of a soul jazz scene. It's not very big, but it's it's growing. You know, there's a lot of talented soul and jazz musicians in in Holland. Um, rock, of course, is big. Yeah, that's kind of it. Maybe I'm leaving some leaving some genres out, but the domin the dominating genres are really pop, rock, you know, um, and hip hop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, um, you you yourself uh, you write your own music. Um, you go, of course, into the studio uh, to to record. After it's performing on the gigs, uh, is there any preference? Do you like, for example, recording more than writing the song or, or performing on gigs is, is what you like? or I like performing the most. Performing is really, really what I truly, truly love. I like, I mean, I like recording too. Don't get me wrong. I like uh, creating the music and I love it. But I, I really love being on stage because of, um, um, because you're there with everyone. You know, recording is kind of like a very lonely type of thing. <laughs> um, and not that there's anything wrong with being alone. I mean, I enjoy being alone sometimes, sometimes, but I enjoy performing more than anything. Well, I had uh, interviews before where the artist was kind of like a um, bit shy towards people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they enjoyed more the, the studio work than the gigs because when they're performing on gigs, they're quite shy and then don't know how to act in front of an audience. So they, they like studio more, but of course, um, it's, it's, it's in your character. It depends on, on the person who you are and depends on, on the person you want to be and the musician you want to be. So 
Yeah, definitely. It depends on um, on what you want to be most of anything, because I, I was very shy um, growing up to be on stage. I, I was I remember being afraid to sing in front of anyone or even rap or do anything musical in front of people. And now it's the complete opposite. I mean, I'm not I wouldn't say that I'm shy. I've, of course, I pick my moments. I don't sing all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, I really had to um, get over that fear of being on stage, you know, because I, I, I couldn't be free. And I really wanted to be free on stage because I felt that that was what I was supposed to do. And, and how do you do that? Do you have your, your lucky charm or, for example, a, a fixed routine just before the show you do or... Well, yeah, before a show, I'll, you know, take a, have a little a moment with myself and I'll just tell myself, like, hey, go out there and have fun. You know, that's the most important thing for me to be on stage and have fun. If I'm if I can't have fun, I'm not going to enjoy it at all. Logically. So before every performance, I say to myself, go out there and have fun. And of course, if you're having fun, then the audience is having fun, too. Yeah, I would like to think so. <laughs> you're not always convinced or <laughs> well you don't know what people maybe they're um maybe they're they're um very very focused on what you're doing and they're just in awe or maybe they're just i don't know on talking to someone ne- that's standing next to them like you can't really control what the people do but most of the time when i'm on stage people pay attention okay and if you check out um your your gigs that you've done so far And of course, um, all music venues around the world or, or festivals, <laughs> concerts. Um, is there any ideal stage, ideal music venue you would once like to perform or perhaps already performed? Mm, I think my, the, the, um, a stage that I, that, oh, well, actually a festival that I always wanted to perform at was the North Sea Jazz Festival here in Rotterdam or here, I live in Amsterdam, but in Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. And I've performed there a bunch of times already, but um, I, I was always um, the backup singer or a featured artist. And then last year I performed there with an orchestra I'm, I'm a part of, but I really want to perform there as Pink Oculus as well, because it's just one of the most amazing festivals to me personally. Um, but stages I want to be on is I want to be on, on uh, I mean, Coachella, South by Southwest or festivals I really want to just uh, have on my list. Um, and of course, Glastonbury, you know, stages like that, just the Or big stages where where you just, where so all not, the not legends. Uh, the Royal Albert Hall, for example. I'm sorry? So not the Royal Albert Hall in, in uh, London or? The, to be honest, I don't even know that that place. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's, it's an old uh, theater uh It's it's like, um, for example, uh, like the Apollo. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps you know that uh, concert hall. It's uh, I do, I do. So it's it's kind of like that, of uh, but a, a bit bigger. <laughs> I, well, yeah. I mean, I would just love to be on stages where you only get after after you've reached a certain level. You know, to feel like you you achieved. Feel, uh, well, no, but just to feel to feel what that feels like. But just to be on the stage where all of the legends have been on, to to feel that, you know, to be in that dressing room where they were, or to, to, to look out into the crowd from the same position that they had. 
and, and to leave your own legacy then. Absolutely. Now, what can we expect from you in, in 2014? Well, I'm going to release another single because I released my first single, first solo single um, in November last year. And okay. then getting ready to uh, release the second one and um, uh, release a few more singles this year. That was my plan. To, I didn't expect for the first single to get that much attention. Of course, you hope for it, but you can't really expect those type of things. Um, but to release a few more singles and then work towards uh, finishing my EP and then an album. Just really take my time. Okay. And um, of course, for all listeners, I would like to follow you. Um, you can check out your website, Facebook, um, SoundCloud or... Yes. If you go to my website, pink-oculus.com, mm-hmm. there you will find all the information that you need. Or you could just go to my Facebook, which is Pink Oculus. Very easy to find. Okay. And of course, we can uh, buy your music there, buy your, your first single there. Yes, you can buy it on iTunes, or you can check it out on Spotify, or you can just call me at uh, 06, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get uh, all, all the, the, the Dutchies uh, checking <laughs> checking your, your phone number <laughs> and just texting you, I want a single, I want a single. <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, of course, we wish you the best of luck for uh, 2014 Thank and you. all other years to come, of course. Um, we hope to see you uh, on this, the several festivals uh, in Holland or perhaps in Belgium, who knows. Uh, we've yeah. got some, some nice festivals here too, uh, like Rockwerchter. Um, I'm actually going to be in Belgium on um, March 7th. Oh, okay. I don't remember the... the, the Brugge, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's the Venice of the North. It's Bruges. Uh, ah, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Brugge is, uh, is the Dutch name, of course, but uh, in English it's Bruges. Oh, um, okay. They even made made a film there in Bruges. Oh, with, really? Um, with how what was his name? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh, yeah. what what's the name of the the, the, uh, the film is uh, in Bruges. Bruges in Bruges. Okay, I'll look that up. I would love to see that. Then you you get to know the city already. Cool. Yeah. Well, for any any listeners, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> so March 7th in Bruges. March 7th. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll uh, check it out on on your Facebook page and then. Yeah. Uh, cool. So we'll see it uh, appear there. Now, of course, um, I'd like to thank you for your time for this interview uh, to make thank some you. time for us. <laughs> of course, my pleasure. And um, yeah, we'll hear. I'm sure we'll hear each other very soon, uh, either on the festivals or just uh, a second follow-up interview when you release your second single. Yeah. We can just uh, do a little promotion for your single, of course. Great, I would love that. Okay, well, we'll, see, we'll hear each other very, very soon, and yes. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, and it was a pleasure talking to you. Thanks. Until next time. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. When the queen is in the building, all that's left to do is sweat. I can see ya. Playing dirty, but you can't win. When the queen is in the building, all that's left to do is sweat.